0: welcome to the disney hour express podcast i'm abby
1: and i'm rob we are two hopelessly romantic disney enthusiasts sharing fun stories
0: secret tips and family travel experiences
1: if you are a disney newbie or maybe a season pass holder we hope you find this information helpful
0: We turned our love of Disney into a unique boutique travel agency that
1: books Disney and Universal vacations. We've got a lot of stories, so cozy on up, choose your favorite drink, whether that be a cocktail or a hot chocolate, and enjoy the Disney Hour Express.
0: Hey, babe. Hi. Hi. Welcome to episode
1: 40. 40. A big four well, um, O. We hope you can join us because we're both uh, drinking uh, 40s of malt liquor. Ew. Nope. Yep. <laughs> Not going to happen. Private stock extra. Thank you. <laughs> Old English.
0: Whenever anybody talks about 40s, I just always picture, and I don't know where I saw this because I didn't see it in person, but someone... Having a 40 duct taped to their hands.
1: Oh, well, that is was that from a movie. That was from um, Cobra Kai. Uh oh. so it's fun. So there's the there's like that older guy that's in the the you know in Cobra Kai and he yeah, has like yeah. something to do later in the series, but he like joins the dojo, in like the first series <laughs> with a bunch of teenagers. And it's the yes. guy who plays it's so weird. Uh, this is a tangent and I'm going on it, but it's so weird. It's Disney because
0: related, Cobra Kai is Disney like, related, right.
1: Uh no, but <laughs> um so it's the guy who plays Richard Jewell in the Richard Jewell movie, mm-hmm. which was like nominated for like an Academy Award. You know, he was like his—I think he was nominated for Academy Award, for uh-huh. like Best Actor or Golden Globe or something. Um, so he plays this character that's supposed to be like a, an older guy that wants to hang around with teenagers and learn to fight yes, karate. Yes. But he goes to this party, uh-huh. and he they they tape. Or he tape he willingly has forties to tape Tape to his his hands hands. and he was calling himself Captain Forty Hands. (laughs) And I was like this guy was nominated or attempting to be nominated for an Oscar, all right, and, and here he goes. Yeah, uh, I was like, I guess we all gotta start somewhere, right?
0: Like, well, you know, whatever, whatever yeah. works. It was memorable, right? It sticks in my mind. It's like, now I associate that whenever anybody says, Well, it's actually, 40s. I
1: just found my Halloween costume. Oh. <laughs> So uh,
0: that's gonna be hard to explain to the kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. But also, why I'm never thirsty? <laughs> it's that easy to explain. Oh
0: my gosh, how funny! So, hey, Journey of Water had their soft
1: opening. Speaking of never being thirsty, right? <laughs> never being of thirsty. Water. There's yeah. a lot
0: of water. Yeah. Um, and some reviews yeah. are in. Yeah, just so, today, right? Yeah. I mean, mm. so. Overall, we've seen that uh, this new adventure is just amazing looking, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not a ride Mm -mm. and it's more of just an immersive experience. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of wondering, like, how is this going to attract people? I mean, like, it's cool, new and fresh, but I have concerns that it's going to turn into something that people don't go to like they're going to be like eh, we can always go to it later and it's going to be one of those things they miss out on right because it's mm. just a walkthrough experience yeah so so far um I, what's been said is that no other attraction has created a sense of community and shared experience hmm. which i thought was really interesting that's very in-depth but i wonder um, what's okay and i think it's because you're Doing interactive things like sticking your hand underwater or waving your hand in a certain way to make water activities happen. Huh. And I think, you know, we'll keep going with it. We'll so, will to experience um, that. This was my favorite comment okay. that, Is it exemplifies Epcot edutainment. Oh, Here she goes. <laughs> Education on vacation, people. Right, let me, um... There's a word for it. Hold on, I'll be right back. I
1: just have to look uh, for the soapbox you're going to stand on. (laughs) Edutainment,
0: (laughs) folks. They've done it. This is why we love Epcot. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's another one that says... Take spare clothes and towels and water shoes. Oh <laughs> this, this <laughs> they the... further went on in their comments that like Disney uh, or at least over at Epcot, they're going to make a bundle in locker rentals just because you have yeah. to bring a change of clothes. Now this isn't always true. Like there is an option side that you can go and stay completely dry, mm-hmm. and then there's more of like a splash pad side. Mm-hmm. Now any kid in the world is going to be like, oh, yeah. splash pad here I go and then they're gonna realize that it's miserable to be wet all day but um, some people some people
1: well (laughs) one of us (laughs) it would bother immensely the other would just eh, be slightly annoyed i don't know our nieces were
0: bothered immensely when they got wet on a ride i know but you know yeah We'll see. I bet our kids would be too. But in any ways, uh, in a case, I, you know, that's something to be aware of, that you could potentially get very wet. Another kid in another group could splash you by accident when mm-hmm. they're playing. And
1: Well, you know, the good um, thing is, is right as you exit the Journey of Water, it brings you right to a, um, uh, you know, an apparel shop <laughs> where you can buy yeah. a whole new set of clothing uh, at a low, low cost at uh, Disney.
0: Yeah. One hundred eighty (laughs) dollars later. Best of luck to you. So Journey of Water is said to be the most impressive at night because it's this tropical environment glowing with hues of blue and purple, which are similar to Pandora. Hmm. Now, this made me thinking, like, I've been to Pandora at night, but it is a very rare thing. So we're because, switching. We're going from Epcot to Animal Kingdom. Right. Pandora, or Animal Kingdom, I should say, closes so early, hmm. or what we consider early yeah. every night. Um And I can't complain, though, because it's for animal care reasons, usually. Uh, There's so many animals. I mean, Um, I'm guessing they need to clean their cages, feed them appropriate, make sure that they're having the best lives that they can have.
1: you can walk through the park and not see an animal.
0: Yes and no, not really, because if you recall, all the sidelines, birds and monkeys and flamingos and, you Mm. know, there's all sorts of wildlife there that I'm sure that they do need to get to but yeah it is it's a bummer because traditionally animal kingdom closes over at 7 p.m now epcot always stays open pretty late into the evening mm, or like 10 p.m or so around the world yeah. and um so you can definitely see
1: mm. um the journey of water in the evening No, i get it and that's why you know Animal Kingdom can have fireworks because of that and, mm-hmm. and you know we can't even have balloons so i guess it does make sense but yeah it is Pandora does is amazing at night. You know, I've seen pictures, I haven't seen it myself, but.
0: Um. Now, R- Rob can tell you that I actually did semi a child who was carrying a balloon off the bus into Animal (laughs) Kingdom Lodge because I wanted to know what was going to happen. I was like, no, I've heard, I've heard things that they can't have balloons here. Like what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Somebody's going to stop them at the door and they're going to have to put it in their little balloon daycare. Guess what happened?
1: It was a concierge uh, had a blow dart gun and, and popped it.
0: <laughs> Nothing happened. Uh-huh. That's what happened. The child happily went to the room with the balloon. <laughs> I was kind of like, oh, well, cool, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. But I do wonder if if that's like newer or I maybe don't know. Just, they snuck,
1: snuck one past the goalie, as they say. Snuck
0: one past. It was late at night. So maybe mm-hmm. that, that person on duty was yeah. asleep. Who knows? Anyways, we watched a really cool movie this weekend.
1: Cool movie um, by the name of a favorite uh, Disney ride in Magic Kingdom haunted mansion
0: yes were you waiting for me to say it i couldn't quite guess or you, no, you were just I waiting for tell. the uh build
1: up was there? a little build up so <laughs> so this movie stars eddie murphy it came out in. Um, um, 19- no, nope. a
0: race no oh, no wait. no that's
1: the movie i watched uh, well i you, guess you know <laughs> what we
0: didn't <laughs> We didn't watch we the, didn't same, watch the m- same one. Oh man!
1: <laughs> well, guess what? You're going to double review of haunted mansion. So, who's, um, no, we definitely not watched the same movie. So. It, it just came out on Disney Plus this uh, weekend, right? it did it did yeah. so it was pretty cool
0: we were pretty psyched about it we did get a little thrown off before this movie however because our household is experiencing COVID so mm. we were kind of like uh, what do we do what do we do so <laughs> after we had our initial freak out and the whole ship of us is going to go down with it we decided well might as well watch Top yeah, <laughs> scare the kids out of their minds no. and they never sleep
1: again we no. didn't
0: have the kids uh watch it just we wanted to preview it first to make sure that it wasn't scary now that being said
1: <laughs> how, the did the, um, opening, how did the opening three the minutes go? this
0: <laughs> opening i was like clutching rob's arm terrified yeah. <laughs> terrified i thought it was so stinking scary like i didn't want to like i was like maybe i can get under this blanket and hold rob's mm-hmm. arm and i'm never moving again like mm-hmm. that kind of scared the opening was terrifying what did you think
1: <laughs> i mean I I could see how someone could be scared of that. <laughs> I wasn't personally. It was um, so scary. It just it seemed, it was like I thought it was just, you know it was like another, it was more cliched kind of it, it, but it was more in the lines of like the typical um, ghost stories that we get nowadays like uh, the Conjuring movies and things like that like it, mm-hmm. it had the kind of uh, did you see something? You know, it's yes. nothing's there, and then something moved, and it had creepy like little
0: a, giggles. Yeah, and, and like, it has oh a part. With,
1: it has a part with a kid, like kind of being ghost stalked. Right. Um. So it's a little, you know, that that always ups the ante and scares. But right. Uh,
0: so we're gonna have yeah. a couple of giveaways here about the movie. So if yeah, spoilers. you, you know, spoilers. spoilers. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Yes. So, so just uh, turn on the volume for a few minutes here. <laughs> so. Uh, You know, I thought the age of the little boy in the movie that he was playing at the age of a nine-year-old. And I think that's a really perfect age for uh, ghosts. I think this is when your mind becomes very active about this stuff and you start to realize that like, ooh, the possibilities of other things, right? I mean, our kids uh, get scared about multiple things, but I think at nine, you kind of have this, what is it called? Like deductive reasoning or or you can kind of mm, weigh out what's possible and not possible Mm -hmm. but then you always still have that kind of like but what if (laughs) you know and you can psych yourself out a lot yeah so i thought having a nine-year-old thrown into mix was perfect good job
1: (laughs) no no that is true That is definitely true um but like i like the cat i mean the cast of it yeah the cast did a good job Mm -hmm. um like Rosario Dawson big fan since her first role, um but she played kind of like
0: you know, I thought we were gonna see her a little bit more in this, mm. like open up, but she played this very in the box character, yeah, and she's such a good actress, so I found that surprising yeah she didn't have And her much hairstyle in the movie did it. Yeah, it, it was
1: weird, yeah, it was really weird, yeah, I don't know was, what they were going
0: for there it
1: was, it was like a little marm <laughs> like I don't, I don't understand yeah that that was definitely a little weird, um I didn't at that, and then it was the like romance. Like I couldn't tell. If the, it was more I, like, yeah. uh, um, and I'm blanking on his name. The like the main the lead character, uh, man, I'm going blank. Oh boy! But it's uh, yeah, he did a good job because he's supposed to be like filling in for the like the father figure of the boy, and you know he's also tortured from his past and uh coming in you know he's supposed to have some type of connection to ghosts and yeah, yeah. no it was a it was an interesting i liked him and owen wilson played well together uh, so
0: his the character's name yeah. was ben, ben and that was his real name is Stanfield. Lakeith stanfield, Keith stanfield like, yeah. yes
1: i mean from uh you know just a ton of movies as of late mm-hmm. um but yeah so yeah he did a good job he did a great um,
0: job. I thought Owen Wilson I like all, all in all they all did a great job. I was very confused about Danny DeVito's Danny part, DeVito's though. character
1: was a little bit and you know that's like Danny DeVito is anything he does now he's just going to be over the top and like crazy. Right. But that was like maybe a little too much where it was like yeah. mm, okay. What, what, like like, we and I, I love it. I'm a big uh, It's Always Sunny fan. I love yeah. you know his role as Frank Reynolds and uh, yeah this was just like a little too crazy right. and, and now
0: so. so our question since we saw it and yeah. was why nona Ryder and dan levy were both in this movie but had such little itty bitty they were basically cameos
1: yeah, yeah
0: which was yeah. kind of like are they lovers of this movie or this ride mm. and that's why they really maybe they really wanted to be in the cameo but like yeah, like, why? They just wanted them Disney bucks. So, I mean, yeah, uh, they could have just gotten a different actor and actress, and we wouldn't have known the difference, right? But it was so, it was strange. Now, I knew this in my mind, but also had forgotten until just now looking at this cast list that the hat box ghost mm-hmm. was actually played by my teen heartthrob, Jared Leto.
1: Yeah, Did you know that? Because he has to always insert himself and in everything. <gasps> oh, oh boy! <laughs> because you know, Jared lit. Someone's a, someone's a little jelly. <laughs> well, not not jelly. He's, he's just he's a lot, as uh, my sister Jen would say. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, just all of, like his onset antics and stuff, and like you know, he was the Joker. Yes. Um. In the um. I'm just having one of those days today where I can't remember anything. But so he played a a Joker in some of the DC films, and like he would like just take on the role. Like he would always stay in character, right? Um, and like so then he would like send like you know dead rats like as a gift to like his co stars and stuff, just like as like a weird thing. And that's weird. I've never heard about that. That's all. It's a lot. That's like just. That, that's a lot to deal with. So. Yeah, I mean, like, I've heard
0: about um, people enacting not talking to the rest of their castmates mm. because they want to keep in character on set always. But yeah, to send things like dead rats, ew, weird. So, so I wonder what so he you, did to the cast you and for your, this.
1: Yeah, I didn't. Thankfully, I didn't hear any stories. But maybe mm. because it was just a voice role. Um, he, could, he probably did everything remote, and he he may have yeah, never seen him. He may have, yeah.
0: Um, I thought Tiffany Haddish was amazing. Yeah, she mm-hmm. gorgeous and did a really mm-hmm. good job in her role as the medium. Yeah, she was super and, cute.
1: You know, I think it's easy for a um a Tiffany Haddish, especially like she can. She can be a little bit like over the top as well, mm-hmm. because yes. she's kind of like an exaggerated uh, character, and or just like the the roles that she gets are typically kind of you know like oh that's a Tiffany Haddish role right and, yeah uh, but, but I thought she did yeah, yeah she, she did, did a good job she was and,
0: lovely it was great um, and then of course the jamie lee curtis who's the queen of halloween was the um -hmm. madame leota madame leota which i was surprised at too i obviously didn't look at the cast list before i watched this movie and i was (laughs) like huh interesting but there were times when i was like that can't be jamie lee curtis because it just didn't you know it was so like animated and done over that i you know at times i was like i'm mistaken that's not it but
1: it was it was jamie lee curtis it was jamie lee curtis interesting I mean, people wanted to get in on this now um so if you had a you give it a thumbs up
0: i would give this movie like a solid six rating uh yeah. a, um semi thumbs up it was entertaining enough but it was mm. also two hours long i mean two hours two hours yeah it didn't need to be two hours there was definitely a a chunk of the movie that i was just like
1: why Mm, like i was when we saw that it was how long it was i was just like this is a movie that should be 93 minutes long yeah like, they could cut out trim and trim the fat out a little bit for a half hour they
0: yeah they really could like there was just a really huge um backstory on ben's life and yeah a lot of stuff for him
1: yeah i, I feel like that though that was kind of necessary a little bit just so you could kind of feel mm-hmm. for because of the decision he has to make at the end mm-hmm. and just like the buildup of it and like why he is mm-hmm. like i don't know i felt that was okay, but it's just they're, they're, they they could have trimmed the fat on that. All
0: right. Well, how about you? What are you what were your overall? Yeah.
1: yeah no, I I liked it. I like uh, I. Admittedly, I fell asleep during part of it because no, that's what I really? do. So Abby had to fill me in about like the middle third of the movie. <laughs> um. So I saw the most of the first act and then the last act. Um. But no, I liked it. I liked the last act. I like it when they kind of have to you know teams have to come together with a plan and they try mm-hmm. you know and then they had to get this uh you know i don't want to give away too much the piece of the uh, you know clothes an item that belonged to the hatbox ghost and then use that to you know vanquish him so i i like that idea of the team coming together and working mm-hmm. together and all that stuff and yeah. thought the effects were cool uh, enough and it was it was definitely it was, i never saw the the Eddie Murphy one, um, which was more comedy-based. And this had comedy in it, but it yeah. was also, you know, it was a little, like we said, it was a little scary. It was a little menacing. was a little scary.
0: I would like to see the Eddie Murphy, Murphy one now, though, just to kind of give
1: a little comparison. Mm, I'll just be asleep during that entire one. <laughs> Most likely. Are you um, not an Eddie
0: Murphy fan? No,
1: of course. <clears throat> I love Eddie Murphy, but Excuse that, me. that you know, probably that was like part where his you know downfall like you know he wasn't yeah. he started doing mostly like kid rated like cleaner stuff and then you know his earlier stuff i mean golden child and you know all <laughs> those types of movies i was i was coming to america all those things um but so uh, that movie was budgeted about for about 150 million dollars a lot of cast, big star, you know, yeah, bigger stars, right. so they have to pay, you know, a decent amount of people. Um, but a lot of special effects, so that those are yeah uh, costly movies. So they they have a general rule where they say if a movie caught like their budget was 150 to make it, they usually spend twice that in marketing.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: To try it because that's what they're
0: to yeah. do. That's mm-hmm.
1: it's like the general rule in in Hollywood um so this movie did not do well
0: <laughs> yeah so it was released when was it released july 28th so yeah. they were hoping it was going to be a summer blockbuster but
1: like a late summer blockbuster right. because right, right, yeah right. early you know summer may yeah. and, and even you know early july um so it's like a you know you're hoping it's like a late it's like a, but it wasn't really a kids' movie that, and I think that's where the downfall was.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like we just, we, there was no question once we saw the trailer mm-hmm. that we were not bringing the kids to this.
1: Like, you, and, but you weren't going to get the, you weren't going to get horror fans to see it, and right. you're not really going to get the young kids to see it. So it's just kind of like that middle ground. So it's mm-hmm. like, it was rated PG 13. Mm hmm. Um, so I mean that's really the group you're looking for, but it's not, they're not so the is it like yeah
0: with thirteen is like
1: mm.
0: upper middle school
1: age yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. and then i I mean they're just you know just not that it, it was it it was oddly placed the mm-hmm. movie um it in u s and north america it made sixty seven million dollars and then um or worldwide it made a hundred and fourteen million dollars wow uh, so it didn't you know,
0: really make the mark it did not Oof. it did not
1: so it lost and uh, movies the movie box offices and stuff is so weird nowadays because everything goes to streaming so quickly, Pretty quickly yeah. and it's not like you're renting before it used to be oh well it's going to do well on you know dvd rentals and stuff and people aren't even really doing that anymore because they usually could just wait until it's on disney plus yes which, how do you qualify that as far as making money like i yeah i don't know So
0: Well, interesting, but you know, it was a good Friday evening watch for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: So speaking of timing, my goodness, 2024 starts in three months here. We are getting down to it. It's crazy. So we have a lot of inquiries right now. You love calendar talk. I know. Um, Inquiries for, you know, 2024, um, as well as this coming holiday season. But uh, These Disney has released so many good discounts coming up that it's like you can tell they're they're really saying, please come back to the parks, please, Mm -hmm. please, please. We want to bring you back. So if you look over at Disneyland Resort, they are offering this amazing limited time kids ticket offer. Mm -hmm. So it's available for purchases beginning on October 24th. Fourth, which is you know keep that in your pocket because Mm -hmm. these can sell out for sure so guests can purchase a child's ticket valid only for children that are ages three through nine for as low as fifty dollars per child per Mm -hmm. day like that is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, we have not seen a ticket price like this in, no. in a really long time. So you can choose from one, two, or three day park tickets. And these tickets will be valid from January 8th to March 10th with no blackout dates. So it's as low as $50 per child. So I'm going to tell you that that means if you get three days of park tickets, that's when you're going to see the $50 price per child. And then if you get one, it's going to be a little bit more or two, it will be a little bit less Then three. will You'll probably be around that $50 range that they're talking about. That's just the way the tickets always work. But you can tell that they're really asking for you to come back. I think that's great. Now, this was another interesting one is Walt Disney World Kids Play and Dine for 50% off package offer for families. So this means the dining plans will be half off with the purchase of a non-discounted four-night, four-day Walt Disney Travel Company package valid for stays most nights, March 3rd through June 30th. And this will also be available uh, to book starting soon on November 14th. Now, again, you cannot book any other sort of discount with this discount. So you have to kind of weigh which discount is best for you. And then also um, this discount which i think is would be probably the best for our family is the disney visa card members discount Mm. you save up to 35 percent on rooms in early 2024 so that's from january 9th through february 22nd and february 25th through march 24th so that's a really big discount now these discounts always um they sell out and then you would have to get like a regular rate room, not the end of the world. You'll find other sorts of ways to save money, but you always have to jump on the discounts. And it's also the busiest phone times for Disney. So they say that these discounts really need to either be done online or through a travel agent. So that's a really big deal. No, what. Huge what kind of discounts are available right now, right? Because we have some possible trips coming up that we weren't exactly expecting and we have some other friends that have trips coming up that Mm -hmm. they wanted to jump on. So the Disney Plus subscribers will save up to 35% on rooms October 22nd through November 2nd and November 26th through December 25th so I just looked this up and um, it's pretty limited at this point people have really been um, booking these but that's a great deal Mm -hmm. and then if you don't have Disney Plus you could do a Disney Resort Hotel for 25% off um, for stays from Sunday through Thursday from October 2nd through November 18th and most nights from November 19th through December 9th And up to 30% off on stays most nights, December 10th through December 25th. Of course, annual pass holders, they love your annual pass holders. They can get up to 35% off on rooms nights from October 2nd through December 25th. And Florida residents, 30% off of rooms select nights from October 2nd through December 25th. So, that's that's a lot of discounts to yeah. throw out there. You just have to weigh what's worth it for your family, right? Yeah,
1: and it's yeah, it's definitely something to think about if you are making looking to make a kind of somewhat last minute trip, you know. Mm-hmm. Usually you you would spend be more than 2 months in advance to plan yeah. a uh, like a, a quick uh, family jaunt. But um yeah, that's definitely something to think about in flights right now, or you know yeah. you can get good flights like for so we had the potential there's a possibility we could have like a the Na cheer nationals in December. And we found that there were tickets on sale to go down to Florida because it's in Orlando, mm-hmm. and they were like, like what they they, they were like twenty. 29, the base was yeah. twenty nine dollars. Yeah, and then you know there's really add-ons good. of things, and that was like through Avello, which mm-hmm. is you know kind of one of the newer airlines that uh, you know limited uh, airport locations and things like that, but limited destinations to go to, but still yeah. you know so you could save cheap flights. Maybe get um, you know, a room at a yeah. discount and yeah. see what's available and And
0: it's slower crowds, so that's nice. Now, Thanksgiving week is going to be a lot of crowds, very heavy. But outside of that time frame, it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice there right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another discount I didn't say, but we have discussed it previously, was that $1,000 Disney dining promo card, right, Mm -hmm. for whichever resort you stay in. And that was a five-night, four-day room ticket package. Right. yeah so so i think that now until the new year a really nice
1: time to go i think that one for the kids is a really great deal yes even kids tickets are expensive disneyland Mm -hmm. you know
0: they are they can get up to 100 i mean just as expensive as ours right yeah 30 or more you know we
1: paid like we had uh, two kids going for four days i Mm -hmm. think when we went on our trip it was still you know like over or around or a little bit over a thousand dollars yeah it was so, it,
0: it was something like that which is a lot mm-hmm. so there's just a few more weeks until the halloween season is well, over i can't believe that i feel like whoa what happened here we were, like we just we were in our, summer um, now you know, we're just in halloween yeah, it feels like we
1: just had our uh universal halloween horror nights uh, deep dive which we started which kicked off and being of september so it feels for, like it i was, can't
0: believe that that's yeah, nuts
1: just a couple weeks ago
0: so, yeah, it's winding down here. We're going to have the big hurrah, obviously, on mm-hmm. October 31st. Um, but we're thinking about Christmas. It's here. It's yeah. coming. It's going to be. We're going to roll right into it. And and we're so, saying
1: that because the uh, Mickey's not so scary. They're sold out except for November 1st. Yeah, so, that's
0: right. So so they're like, November. well,
1: yeah, there's nothing to talk you guys into. <laughs> I know.
0: All the treats and everything are yeah. there. You know. Yep. You know about them. We've talked about them. Yes. But um, I was just curious of what resort has been kind of like voted the most beautiful during the holiday season. Yeah. No, I mean we've seen we talked about the Wilderness Lodge and yeah. uh, a couple other ones. I looked at a few pu- pictures of Andalville Kingdom Lodge and it was pretty. Mm-hmm. But the one that just takes it all is um is the Grand Floridian. Right. And so I guess that is to be expected and not expected. I feel like everywhere probably brings out their best during that holiday season. Mm -hmm. But I kind of wanted to do a little research on why. Like, why is it? the best yeah. and is it the amazingly gigantic Christmas tree or the super sized gingerbread house and I guess it's a little bit of both um, their giant Christmas tree is themed after the 12 days of Christmas which is kind of a nostalgic traditional this is what you want to see right mm-hmm. because you can identify that stuff and because um, it's been ingrained in our brains I'm for wrong. so many
1: years our kids <laughs> walk around in, you know, the middle, in June like singing uh, Christmas Christmas mm-hmm. and i think Heidi was singing uh 12 days of christmas at one point so yeah
0: yeah i can see that um okay so then they have their life-size victorian inspired gingerbread house Mm -hmm. which has been known to have decorations accumulating to 140 pints of egg whites that's a,
1: a ton of pure protein what do
0: they do with the rest of the
1: egg just curious. That's the egg yellows.
0: That's uh, seven hundred.
1: That's what they make peeps out of, right? For Easter. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> right. Um 700 pounds of chocolate. Wow. Um, over five thousand individual gingerbread shingles. Mm. The pastry team of the just the deluxe resort spends over four hundred hours baking, and 160 hours constructing and decorating the gingerbread house. This house has a lot of hidden things, like the hidden Mickeys, right? And it has hidden characters, too. You'll -hmm. see the princesses in it and stuff, but, like, whoa.
1: Do you you think they have, like, a person that's just, like, they're one job is to organize the gingerbread house oh absolutely like there's no doubt in or something like that like
0: yeah. yeah they have like a team of just gingerbread people for sure
1: like he like comes in like he, <sighs> there's like a lot of fanfare like oh my god he's coming he's coming <laughs>
0: yes. he's yeah coming. i could see that happening um but it, but it is amazing and just like i can already imagine the smell from all of this was probably Mm -hmm. so yummy smelling
1: (laughs) yeah
0: but um so some some resorts of well the Grand Floridian in the past has offered gingerbread house decorating demos which I find really interesting it'd be cute if you could go home and do a little gingerbread house like fancy gingerbread house now what gets me though is like that like when people make their colored i guess molasses for the stained glass windows and things like Mm -hmm. that like i don't i like to bake but i don't know that i have that kind of patience (laughs)
1: to do that yeah that's a lot of time
0: that's a lot of time and it's like sounds just like a sticky Mm -hmm. mess like craziness right (laughs)
1: like Last year, we went to a, um, a, like, a local amusement park um, where we are, and they have, like, a Halloween, uh, I'm sorry, Mm holiday-themed that they, you know, they do everything, so one of the activities for the kids was, like, a gingerbread house, like, you buy, like, this Mm -hmm. kit for, like, 14 bucks, and then you go in, like, a room Mm -hmm. that has, like, a fake fireplace, and and you go and make these gingerbread, you know, it's the kits, and it's really just kind of, all right, here's something to do, and then... We're like they. Even we asked the kids, like, do you want to take it home? They're like, no, we're okay. <laughs> They're like,
0: we're yeah. good. Like after they had like yeah. constructed it, they were like, no. What do you do with it after you construct yeah, it? Nothing.
1: Exactly. Hmm. Okay, cool. So, but so, well, yeah. I can understand the fancier, you know. There's obviously a lot of time and effort. Uh,
0: Like, detail, like, right? I mean, even, like, the piping of icing, like, probably Mm -hmm. is done in this really special, specific patterns and things like that. You
1: probably have to keep it, like, make sure everything's at, like, a
0: certain temperature. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. I'm so curious about that. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as I can remember, the Grand Floridian Lobby does not have a fireplace, yeah, I, don't I don't think, think. So. I know that the wilderness lodge does. Mm-hmm. But um interesting. Yeah, they probably do. Um one of this is my f- favorite fact that I mm-hmm. found um in Makes this sense. article. It's kind of
1: like learning so that's why.
0: <laughs> This article was uh written by Caitlin Kil- Kilbrew.
1: Sure. Kilbrew. <laughs> yeah, we'll just say Kilbrew. relation to Harmon.
0: So Once the holiday season comes to an end, it's safe to wonder what happens to this amazing edible display, right? Because it's probably no longer edible. You'd probably break all your teeth if you tried to bite into it. So after January 1st, all of the gingerbread is removed from the structure. Since there is still sugar covering the building, so right, they have to have a very solid structure Mm. before all this goes up, um, Disney's team takes the pieces of the Disney... To the Disney tree farm. What? Where's this Disney tree farm? (laughs) I need to know. To be power washed. From there, bees at the Disney tree farm visit the structures and eat the remaining sugar off of it throughout the winter as a food source. So Disney is able to provide food for bees while the bees help to clean off the building for the next year.
1: So... I, I have a question do you think that bees have to make reservations through the uh my disney experience app to
0: well get... they're wonderful travel specialists as well she's probably <laughs> be rific <laughs> i don't really know i don't I know, hope, know where to go with I that i like it be All right. nope
1: i got it <laughs> so
0: anyways I just thought it was all very very cool to uh, read about and I'm wondering if this you know Disney tree farm is near where they're preparing topiaries for the next season's events and if the bees help you know get all those beautiful flowers budding and whatnot I've, I've got to know I've got to visit this place well, we yeah. gotta do a deep dive we somebody were. help me out where's this Disney tree farm? I
1: thought we were finished talking topes to but we're always we're talking topes here. are never going to be finished talking about dopes. I'm sorry. Talking <laughs> dopes, even in October. Um, let let Abby know if you know someone some, or yeah. work at the Disney Tree Farm and happen to be one of our listeners, which is very few. Um, <laughs> a very small chance of actually happening, but let us know.
0: You I never know. know. The world is interesting place. Mm-hmm. So at the Grand Floridian, and we've talked about this before. So I've seen this at the Boardwalk, but at the Grand Floridian, they also have chestnuts roasting on an open fire outside oh but is jack frost uh nipping at your nose probably not in florida
1: what about nipping at your toes?
0: Are your toes? No. Yeah,
1: either. I mm. mean, maybe it's a bit no. of gout. You should no, get thanks. that checked
0: out. <laughs> so, um, and Santa. Santa does come to the Grand Floridian at certain points through the day, right? And you can okay. get your picture taken with him. So, Grand Floridian, number one place to go or hang or book your stay at for the holiday season. Okay. That's all I got, folks. What about you, babe? You know,
1: I was, uh, because I can't look past Halloween yet. I can't look into uh, Christmas until we get past Halloween. So Uh, I'm all about that. There is. Grumpity Grumpster. Kind of talking about um, what we were, our our free, last uh, last episode, we talked about like free activities that you can do. Yeah. This isn't necessarily a free one. This does cost uh, $9.99, but there's a scavenger hunt in epcot that's halloween themed it's called pluto's pumpkin pursuit oh
0: my god i mentioned that last week he must have been
1: sleeping did you
0: okay so tell me about this no yeah so
1: so that one is you get a um you get a board from Mm -hmm. where it said in epcot yep somewhere oh you could visit the creation shop disney Mm -hmm. traders or world traveler purchase a pumpkin shaped map of epcot and that and it gives you Spots all around Epcot where you have to go and you visit and you get a sticker and you throw it on. Yeah, it's cool. And there's a prize at the end, correct? There is a prize at the end. And even if you don't complete the uh get all the stickers, you could still like show your map and redeem it. And they still give you a uh it's it's a character themed um pumpkin, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is pretty cool it is
0: cool i love the activities over at epcot and i this throws me back to when we were there in august and these two older ladies who were friends were doing the um food booths and they had a food yeah. booth one and then you get a special yummy treat at the end that they were sharing and it was just that, the that's, thing. It, that's
1: if you do remy's ratatouille mm-hmm. hide and squeak I yes believe. yes right. exactly yeah so those are both available for for 9.99 yeah the very you them cool, up. Huh? Um there was something now one of the things when you go to the park sometime there is an issue with uh, you know, things don't always go as smoothly. And like, guess this morning, discovered that uh, they got to the parks, and guess what, Genie Plus wasn't working. I
0: know there was a lot of really ticked off people out there these days.
1: Yeah, so it seemed like they had a, a uh, they were issuing a lot of refunds as people were yeah. going on to Genie Plus, and it just get, you know where I forget the exact. It's like we're still gathering pixie dust to make your you know yeah. <laughs> like just keep waiting and they just kept waiting and kept waiting and it never uh, materialized so it seems like we're it's three thirty, and it looks like genie plus is back up
0: Good, good. Um, I'm glad that was fixed. Um, yeah, I, I saw a lot of posts on their Diz Travel websites that this was a really big issue, and clients unfortunately were taking it out on their travel advisors, which, you know, we sadly don't have anything to do with tech and we can't fix the tech.
1: What do you mean? I know you just hit a button and. Uh,
0: <laughs> I can make your magic happen. <laughs> yeah. You make I my magic happen that. every day. Hey.
1: <laughs> every day um so while oh. we're talking about genie plus which kind of is like the wait times let's go yeah. to let's look at the queue times we're right at now the queue times this is sunday at three thirty. um remember when we used to record podcasts on friday night <laughs> i do remember um <laughs> So, right now, and you know, we talked about it last time. I got to look at it again. It's saying that Tron's temporarily closed.
0: Ooh, what is happening? Yeah, with Tron? I don't know. This
1: is temporarily closed. So, we got to see what's going on with that. Also, closed right now, Journey into Imagination with Figment. That's because Figment's out signing uh, autographs and taking pictures mm-hmm. now, right? He's not uh, leading you on a mad capped um adventure
0: well and you know it's going to be closing for construction on the 10th right oh. it's just a little refurbishment from the right. 10th to the 11th yeah. but maybe yeah. they closed well, it earlier huh yeah
1: they're like eight we're low crowd times or something but uh so here we go what's the longest queue time in all of disney i'll give you out uh, in hollywood studios uh, i'll you out what is she thinking about Mm. she's like it has to be the great movie it's gotta be slinky dog dash slinky dog dash is correct 165 minutes yeah (laughs) yeah so that is a
0: long wait time guys whoa but even
1: like it seems a little little busy because test track is 135 minutes right now um, okay, everybody's
0: sm- trying to get in those last rides
1: before it Smuggler's <laughs> Run changes. is 120, Seven 110, Space Mountain, 105, Remy's, 100, Peter Pan's Flight, 100 minutes. People get out of that line. <laughs> what are you doing with yourself? Now, here's a weird thing. Star Wars Rise of the Resistance is 75 minutes. It's actually oh. a lower wait time than Smuggler's Run, which is usually okay. the other way around. It's because of all the breakdowns and stuff like that that Rise of the Resistance has. But, uh, yeah, we got a lot of flight of the passage, 80 minutes. So it looks like it's a busy day. And I wonder if that also has to do with the, um, genie plus not working, So people didn't have genie plus. I a lot of people are just waiting in line. I bet you a hundred
0: percent has to do with the genie plus. Yeah. For so
1: sure. The, you know, Mickey and Minnie's 55 Haunted Mansion. As we talked about, the movie is not affecting its 40 minute wait. Maybe a little bit. That's not that long of a wait for the middle of a busy day and, uh, Magic Kingdom. What do we think? Oh, I just lost the page. What do we think is the lowest wait time?
0: Okay, so last week we said it was Dumbo, but it was really Aladdin. I'm gonna go with the
1: Three Caballeros. I mean, no, <laughs> that is definitely there's there's four attractions with a five minute wait, and they are Meet Olaf at Celebrity Spotlight in Hollywood Studios. Star Tours, Adventure Continues, 5-Minute Wait, Tom Tom Story Island, 5-Minute, and Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress. No, really? That's usually
0: always a 15-minute wait.
1: Yeah. Three Caballeros are 10 minutes right now. 10 minutes to meet the three Caballeros. Interesting. Definitely. One
0: day I'll be on. Didn't there... uh,
1: then one of our favorite rides, and I say our, and I mean me, um, Mickey's Filler Magic, just celebrate a. Uh,
0: they did. So October 8th, what is today? 8th. Happy birthday, Mickey's Filler Magic. <laughs> You're the 20 ride ever. years old today. And there is a celebratory pin that you can
1: get uh-huh. over there. It's cute. And we got to talk. Don't we have some travel specialists down there? We're going to see if they could snag we us a pin. Do
0: we do travel specialist kelly and her husband austin are down experiencing all the wonders of the art of animation and the parks. Mm-hmm. so you could check out their um, instagram page she's posting a lot about art of animation and how it is one of her favorite resorts to stay at because not only can you hop on the skyliner but you have some of the Biggest pools and some of the just it's a very accommodating resort, right? Mm-hmm. You're furrowing your brow, so I'm like, Oh, yeah, <laughs> what did I say? But yeah, it's got, I it guess, has, has a bunch of pools, which is really nice to go. Um, and it's not really uh advertised as one of the Skyliner resorts because it is a little bit of a walk, but it is worth it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, not, that,
1: it's not that far of a walk though. Yeah. I mean, it's no,
0: like, I don't think so, no. but. It's just not really advertised as one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all yeah, the good things.
1: Definitely worth it. If you're going to stay in a, a, a value resort. Yep. Sto- I think yeah. That's, that's definitely one to look at. Absolutely. We
0: really did like the family suites over there. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it has two bathrooms and it has an entire separate bedroom where you can close the door. So you feel like you're staying in a two bedroom Uh yeah sweet pretty yes. much you know even though like the um one like the living room and dining area right mm-hmm. the dining table turns into a bed and then in the living room you have a pull out couch that turns mm-hmm. into a bed so when you walk in it just looks like it's a living area not necessarily a bedroom but obviously we use it as a bedroom and it's it gives some really great separation and i love the two bathrooms this is a a <laughs> it's such a good idea for families. I don't think uh, a lot of the other resorts really hit that mark where the families do need space, right? Two bathrooms, two separate rooms Mm -hmm. at an affordable
1: price. Mom mom and dad need some, uh, you know, they just need a little, sometimes (laughs) the kids are going to bed and you just want to stay up for another 20 minutes or so. Right. And And
0: sometimes, you know, we like to zone out with our own tv programs (laughs) that are probably not (laughs) you know good for kids and we like to you know make sure everybody's happy
1: exactly anywho so i think that about there wasn't too much universal's just going strong uh nothing nothing really else uh happening over there halloween horror nights they're counting down to the end of it and then they're gonna flip flop over we'll go more into their plans for the holidays as we get closer to it it's been an
0: amazing adventure and i hope you guys have an adventure filled week
1: and we say uh appreciate you hanging out 40 times oh no. alarm going off it's saying that's alarm. the end of the episode end it now uh, my iphone said so we appreciate you hanging out with us for 40 episodes uh, we're looking forward to being with you for at least 40 more